<laughs> Welcome to our very special uh, Dune News episode of Dune Boys. Yeah, exactly. Welcome aboard. Yeah. I'm uh, Dick Killjoy. Uh, I'm joined by uh, Jeff Gibson. How are you doing this evening, Jeff? Oh, I'm I'm great. I'm off of work. I got a three-day weekend. Fuck yeah, buddy. That's what it's all about. So I plan on relaxing and trying not to think about the outside world. I'm going to be seeing what it's like to stay in my house and not be in contact with anybody. Perfect. I don't I don't Perfect. like that though. I'm I'm antisocial what? when I want to be. Yeah, okay. But I like people. <laughs> I like Yeah, no, of course. Yeah. We, we talk, we've talked about this. It's yeah. nice to be able to go out to picnics and barbecues yeah. and be with your friends and go get drinks. It's Yeah, of course. Play frisbee but, golf. But uh, we'll get we'll we'll get through this. We'll get through this no problem. We'll be we'll be kicking it. We'll be kicking our feet up at the local theater watching Dune in no time. <laughs> The yet to be it's postponed coming out. Dune. Exactly, yet to be postponed. Oh boy, <laughs> that's not good. Um, yeah, so we got uh, we got a lot of, we got a lot of uh, Dune news this week as far as the pictures go. We've got logos, we've got shots of all the actors, well, most of them anyway. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's been a very exciting week uh, for for Dune for sure. Yeah, and I've avoided almost all conversations or anything about it online i had to explain to an adult that movies are made by like billions not i don't think billions but you know millions of still pictures that get put together in like a flip book and they move so you what what are you what are you talking about well movies are are moving pictures that's why they call them movies moving pictures so what about films though films are films are different though right like they that's a different thing no how how a movie camera works is it takes a still picture and almost instantly it takes another one and then another one no and another no one. it just record it just it just records it onto the onto the onto the tape yeah yeah no okay so <laughs> you can't completely <laughs> judge a, a way a movie is going to look by one single picture you might get a little mood or something like that but when i first saw that picture of a young timothy chalamet oh on a on a beach i had next to no real reaction because i know what he looks like and he was just kind of on a beach I had a reaction oh boy i had a reaction i saw that collar mm-hmm. oh man that collar Oof, that collar got me got me riled up because of the collar that they did in uh, in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. They did a huge collar in that movie too. Well, that was you know that was to protect your head from the the radiation and whatnot and all the winds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know the big the big collar it it seems to be in right now. <laughs> it's the future. It's the future, man. That's the future. In the future. The collars are big. Yeah. I think hoodies are yeah. going to be around for a yeah. while. So maybe hoodies go out of style and they're just like collars are it now. Hoodies are gone. Collars are collars are in. It actually uh, it inspired me to write a poem about collars. Will you be sharing and, this? Uh, I, can, uh, I, can, I can read it to you right oh, now. Please yeah. do. Okay, here we go. It's called Collars. 
collars. What are they for? To protect and style your neck and head. Where did they come from? Evangelical Scotsmen who are surely dead. Why such a big collar guy? You're so fancy. I hope you die. That's a poem by me, Dick Killjoy. Thank you. That was beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Oh, I'm crying a little bit. Oh boy. Oh boy. It's getting it's getting dusty in here. It's getting a little dusty. Uh, should we do a hydration check? What do you got? What are you drinking there? I got some. Uh, I got some cranberry sprite with vodka. Mm. Oh, I'm also doing vodka. Whoa, I, vodka buddies! It's my <laughs> cheers. Uh, I'm drinking vodka out cheers, of uh, my uh, McDonald's cup, like a classy gentleman. Oh, very nice. I'm drinking mine out of a beer glass. I got uh, some fake Sprite and the rest of my delicious lime vodka. It's all gone. Oh, you finally finished that bottle off? <laughs> You've been drinking that thing for like yeah, a year. Yeah, it's great. Also, the benefit of not really drinking too much is you have no tolerance, so you are buzzed like instantly. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, great. <laughs> I think being drunk stopped being fun when I was about 20 two and dealt with too many drunk people yeah drunk drunk people can yeah, be a lot so i can want, I, sure. I just want everyone to be high all the time they're more fun yeah just smoke weed just smoke smoke that weed get doped out and fucking watch cartoons and eat garbage <laughs> yeah it's a good time so pretty unexpectedly yeah. vanity fair decided to put out some dune pictures and yeah, we already yeah. talked about uh, Tim O'Thay Shalomit on the beach with his big ass collar. But oh, and I I also like I said on um, Twitter the other day I, I did say that it does or no I retweeted somebody that said it looked like a a, a, a cologne commercial, which it does. That Timothy the, the Timothy shot uh, there. Dune. Dune, yes, Dune by Calvin Klein. Man, what? Coming this what fall. What exactly is Vanity Fair magazine? It's just like a fashion entertainment magazine. They do, st- you know, stories about millionaires and celebrities and shit like that. It's puff. It's all puff. All but puff. Whatever. Well, yeah, buddy. I have the article here. I think we'll just go in order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, for sure. The first picture is just titled Heat Wave. Ooh. And uh, you get to see see the still suits for the first time, and they look pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I was I was not um, disappointed in the still suit design. I like it. Uh, I like the fact that it kind of like um, distorts their noses a bit, which is kind of interesting. Like it doesn't look entirely comfortable. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, somebody yeah. said online that they wanted to know if they had fake noses, like prosthetic noses. Oh, interesting. And okay. I remember that in the the Dune book, they talked about the Atreides having very hawk-like features. There was a lot of I don't know if mm. the word is ham-fisted, but they brought it up a lot because, like the the house signal or symbol, whatever for the Atreides is. 
um, a hawk. And they kept talking about like their their hawk-like features, and it's like, are they trying to make them look like bird people? Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe leaning a little too heavy on that, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. And I've never personally seen Timothy Chalamet act on purpose. Like, if I did, he was just an actor. It's like one of those things where you get into a TV show or you see a movie, and then all of a sudden, this actor that you really like is you know, you start seeing them pop up in things because you suddenly know who they were. Uh, And I kind of broke this because um, our good buddy Rod, uh, his podcast he does, they were showing a viewing of a Woody Allen film. (laughs) And I watched about half an hour of it, and it was unwatchably bad. And I think it was called a rainy... (gasps) I saw the I saw them advertising that, and I was like, "Why are you guys doing um, this?" I saw yeah ha- about half an hour. I think it was called a rainy day in New York. I couldn't finish watching it. Oh, that's insufferable! What an insufferable yeah, title I don't, too. I'm trying to think if I've liked one Woody Allen movie, and I can't think of one. I think Bananas is pretty good. You'd probably enjoy Bananas. It's got like slapsticky sort of stuff going on too. Well, we have in Heat Wave. Timothy Chalamet and Rebecca Ferguson in Jordan. Oh, they filmed it in Jordan. Yeah. So they went yeah. to the desert to film a movie that takes place in the desert. <laughs> there you go. Oh, it's a good call. That's a pretty good call. The casting, that's a good... Uh, our location scouts, uh, that's, uh, that's a good uh, Yeah, good I choice. was worried that it was going to be a very green screeny movie. And there's parts of Dune that I'm waiting to see it look amazing. Like, I know you're not a fan of Blade Runner uh, 2049, but that is a beautiful mm-hmm. movie. And, like, even... Well, I, 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 do, not, I do not discredit its, uh, its sheen, that's for sure. It's, it's very much uh, a flashy, uh, flashy movie uh, in regards to, that, uh, to the effects and stuff. So, yeah, no, I, so I can appreciate I'm, I'm that. I'm hoping when they show, like... Caladan when they show space stuff it's going to look amazing but they it's they just mostly showed some of the the people in it but still suits still suits it's cool really great really great yeah. costume design so far um yeah. okay i'm going to scroll down here oh except for the collars <laughs> yeah still suits do not have collars no collars um, on still suits just so we can tell people where we're at here uh, the title yeah. of the Vanity Fair article just says, Behold Dune, NX, and that's all it says. Uh, nice. Oh, an exclusive look at Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, Oscar Isaac, and more. Uh, Zendaya, I had no idea who she was. Um, oh, could Jeff. you tell me anything she did? Because the only reference I had to her was some online joke about Zendaya's Michi oh, and boy. I don't <laughs> yeah I had like yeah. no idea what the hell that meant I t- I tend to I'm not like I don't want to sound like an asshole but I think a lot of Twitter jokes and a lot of like internet jokes are just dumb and then they're repeated by a thousand people until they become unbearable but I looked it up and it was pretty funny and it was just like a guy singing like the names of 
people on movie posters yeah. or something like that. So that's the only thing I knew she was in. I don't know what else she did except like a Hugh Jackman Dumbo movie or something. Yeah, she's been in a couple of things. She's been in uh, the the Spider Man's, the new oh, Spider Spider Man movies. Okay, I did not yes. mind the first new Spider Man movie. Sp- yeah. Spider Man. Yeah, it was all right. Twelve, I think it was. <laughs> yeah, man, we're getting up there. But uh, yeah, it's um, uh, she's she's great. I I, I like her a lot. Yeah, she's. Very pretty. she's uh, the next picture up is her as Chani, and uh, looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah, she's uh, she is uh, quite uh, quite attractive. They picked brownish-looking sure. people for the desert, which is nice. <laughs> yes, very good to see. Very woke, uh, very woke casting, which is which is great. Always very positive. Um, let's see those. There she is. I wanted to see what her her eyes look like, and they're they're blue. So they did the blue thing, and I yeah. remember um, when they did the Sci-Fi Channel miniseries, <laughs> they kind of forgot to do it sometimes, so I just remember their eyes blinking in and out. So I don't know if it's all contacts, if it's like a digital thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's... Um... Probably put some contacts in there, I'd imagine. I mean, they, they have that technology down pretty good. Uh, it's funny. I remember hearing a story from a friend who worked on a set, on a film set out in uh, BC. And she said that, like, her friend was working on the first X-Men movie. And um, she was working in the special effects and, like, props department. And apparently they gave Hugh Jackman, like, contact lenses to wear while he was shooting his Wolverine scenes. And they are like, look, you can only wear these, like, during the day while you're shooting, you got to take them out at night. And he's like, all right, no problem. He didn't take them out at night. He just let them in for like weeks at a time. And they like oh, fused to God. his eye and, and they had to go get like emergency surgery on his eye. He almost lost vision in one eye apparently. And, um, but they managed to save him, uh, save his sight. So, uh, pretty okay, wild. As someone though. who wears contacts, you know, when they have to come yeah. out, it's not, it's not anything you could of course, fight yeah. unless you're Hugh Jackman, apparently. Yeah, I don't know if that story's <laughs> true. It might be bullshit. Who knows? But uh, it, was, it was kind of a fun story. But, um, yeah, when, anytime I see an actor, like, clearly wearing contacts, I think about that story and I, like, laugh at, like, Hugh Jackman just being like, uh, I don't have to take him out. I'm a yeah, tough if guy. if you want to <laughs> see a terrible example of contacts... And you don't have to watch this movie, and I recommend that you don't. But when Brandon Routh yeah. played Superman in Superman Returns, they gave him blue contacts, and it is the most unsettling-looking thing you could ever imagine. They are, they stick out so much that it's like, ugh. But yeah, you need yeah, those blue not eyes. Not great. Okay. Gotta have the blue eyes, yeah, and, and it's a it's it's kind of a. It reminds me of that Time cover, that famous Time cover. Oh, I'm familiar with Time, Time magazine. It? I th- it's that picture, or no, it's National Geographic. Oh yeah, that, the picture of that young uh, uh, Afghanistan yeah. Afghani girl. Yeah, it, it kind of reminds me of that picture. So, so scrolling down, we have the next picture. Yeah, yeah this is a group someone shot. Someone called them. I know on one of the the audio books, they didn't say Atreides. 
They said it, uh, Atreides, mm. which sounds more Greek or yeah. more Greek. Yeah. So I want to know if we're gonna have a Harkonnen Harkonnen situation. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what what way they pronounce both houses. Yeah, that should be really um, fascinating to see which, um, which way that turns out. Let's see. Hmm. Atreides, Atreides. It almost sounds like Greek or something. It sounds more like yeah, they were Greek Roman in the or book. something. I yeah, that. like they they could see back all the way to the like when they were talking about like the genetic memory. It was they were Greek. Yeah. Oh, okay. There um, you go. That makes sense then. And uh, you can look at Oscar Isaac, and he looks kind of Greek. <laughs> oh, the man of a thousand so we faces. Have left to right. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it, it says starting from left to right, and there's two people to the left of him. Yeah, they, they don't count those. Yeah. They don't count those people, Jeff. Those are those yeah, are not those Dickie are not people. Cameos. <laughs> we yep. were there. Um, Stephen McKinley Henderson is Thufer, who, uh, yeah, yeah, you can't really see him. He just kind of looks like a little fat does. guy. He looks like Elmer Fudd. Okay, so then we yeah. got, uh, let's see, Oscar Isaac and Jessica. Yeah, Oscar Isaac looks badass. It's still though, like with their belt buckles that high, it like kind of does look like Star Trekky uh-huh. or Star Warsy. You know, like because the Jedi wear that belt and like the kind of the kimono esque sort of uh, shawl th- sort of thing. It does this picture. I mean, it does look really Star Warsy. Uh, let's see. I got Josh admit. Brolin. Upon further inspection, Josh Brolin is Bernie Howard. Yeah, I'm not. I, I don't know. I, I I don't know how I feel about uh, Brolin as uh, as Halleck. He's a little too cold. Yeah. You got to have somebody a little bit more emotive, I think, to to play Halleck. Brolin's he's half yeah, asleep. Yeah, Josh man. Brolin. I think he played like a younger um, younger Tommy Lee Jones in a, the Men in Black movie, and he is like quickly. Yeah, he is like oh, that was terrible. Turning into him. Yeah. Let's see. That was bad. Ooh, Jason Momoa as Duncan Idaho. Yeah, he's standing up front. Had to shave his Aquaman beard. Yeah. That must have been painful. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'm sure he was relieved. He's like, I'll I'll finally get to have a smooth face Uh, again. And then that's it. And then just a couple more people just in the background. I wonder if they, like, were so excited about getting this magazine. The lighting looks kind of weird in the picture, and there's like triangular sort of like there's a triangular sort of logo thing in the background that looks like vaguely like militaristic. Oh, that's but... a bird. Yeah. Yeah, that's a. Is yeah, that a bird in the, the in the background the, uh, there? The wings and the beak. Oh, and oh, they have okay. like future. They have like space lighting, so their <laughs> their lamps are a little bit UFOy. Yeah, they've got space pod. They've got space pod lighting, which is a little bit yeah, it's kind of corny. But I'm sure whatever. the set, like people doing set design, is like we got to make this futuristic. Let's make triangle. Yeah, lights. at least there aren't any huge collars in this shot. But I mean, it's still it really, really does like look like Star Warsy. Like this could be a shot from like The Mandalorian or something like that. 
Alright, I'm gonna scroll down to the director, Denis Villeneuve. A show which I did not watch. <laughs> oh, no. Have you seen The Mandalorian? Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched it. It was fun. Cool. I can't take anything too seriously. It's like, you know, it was fun. I liked it more than yep. the, the movies. I like cowboy stuff, so it was just kind of like a space cowboy thing. Sweet, sweet, Maurice. Uh, there's the director in Javier Bardem. Um, I'm not sure who he's playing in the movie. Oh, I think he's playing the um, the main uh, the main uh, fucking Stilgar. Yeah, I think he's playing Stilgar. Oh, that's fine. I liked him in the James Bond movie. Yeah, he was great in that. He's he's great in almost everything. He was really good in the Pirates movie, too. Oh, yeah, he was. Uh, there's a mention of the Baron, played by Stellan Skarsgård, but they did not show him. Yeah, we got no picture so, of him, which is great. I love it. We don't get to see him, because that they're, they're saving that one to shock yeah, us. So I hope it's terrible. The thing is, I, yeah. I don't think they're going to do the David Lynch, like, covered in sores guy but it, well you know i hope they do something i mean they got to do something with the guy right like you can't just leave him hanging but um yeah. but yeah yeah D- uh denny uh denny villanova is uh, directing javier bardem in this picture looking very debonair in the desert in his white cotton shirt <laughs> s- and his camo pants and a scarf and a scarf of never, course you gotta have a never trust a man with a scarf Oh yeah, very. You've 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 run into problems with uh, with men with scarves before. Yeah, just, yeah? Just, you don't trust anyone who smiles too much, and you never trust a man in a scarf. Okay, well, those are two good rules to have. There you go. You hear you heard it here first. Um, so here is a frightening line yeah. in the article. Yeah, here we go. Where it says. Um, what follows is a clash with the criminal, politically connected Harsh Harkonnen, led by the monstrous Baron Vladimir, Stellan Skarsgård. Um, his A has, there's a, his name has a A with a little circle on top. Yeah, I think that just means you, like, extend it. Ard, ard, ard. Uh, a mammoth with merciless appetites. The Baron, created with full-body prosthetics, is like a rhino in human form. A rhino? Huh. (laughs) This version of the character is less of a madman and more of a predator. Is he like... Is he like that scene in Ace Ventura 2 where he's like trying to get out of the rhino yes. butt? <laughs> that's, he said that's the next line, is I was very much inspired with Ace Ventura when nature calls. So yes. that's going to, yeah, I think that's probably going to be be the big reveal is what the hell the Baron's going to look like. I'm not liking the idea of a rhino in human form, though. It sounds very aggressive. It sounds, I don't know. He's just going to be gray, big horn. Um, yep. The next picture up is... Lays in, lays in the sun <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they're going to kind of do the, um, you know, the young boys stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the next picture is Josh Brolin as Gurney Hollick. Yeah, yeah. 
The armor's pretty dope. The armor's pretty cool. Yeah, it kind of has a knight-looking appearance. Yeah, it kind of looks a little bit like Halo-esque in in a way, though, too, right? You know, the video game Halo. Oh, shit, that's exactly what it looks like. Right? It's very Halo-esque, which is... uh, And there's also, like, some kind of ship in the background, which might be a Thopter. I'm thinking it's a Thopter, but uh, who knows? But... um, it's, uh, yeah, you know, like I said, I'm not super thrilled with the casting of, of Brolin as, as Halleck, but, uh, uh, you know, he looks pretty strong in this scene. He's, like, walking nice around. goatee, so. or Van Dyke, as they call it. Yeah, it's like a Van Dyke, yeah. He looks a little bit like my dad, which I also don't <laughs> like, so. Yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. Okay, so next up is Rebecca Ferguson as Lady Jessica Atreides. This is a very, very beautiful picture, yeah, I must this say. this is, I'm guessing... Uh, I saw it online. Yeah, I saw it online the other day, but, like, looking at it, like, on a nice big screen right now is... It's a really nice shot. Her eyes are just... her Are lit perfectly. Yeah, I give that one a pretty good... But again, very Star Wars. She's got this hood on. She's looking out from under the hood. It's very Star Wars-esque. So I think that's, you know, I really got to say, I think that's who they're trying to court um, as far as uh, as getting butts in the seats right now, is, is saying to people, you know, hey, look, there's no Star Wars movie coming out this year, so we can uh, we can we can do our own one. So <laughs> Yeah, this is as good as it's going to get. She looks like... Um... If you saw yeah. uh, the last, the la- oh my god, the last Starfighter. Jeez, what was, I already Ooh. forgot the name of the last Star Wars movie. Rise of Skywalker? Uh, Rise of Skywalker, yeah. she looks yeah. like if Rey went to the dark side. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. It, it also, like, with the background and everything, it looks kind of like 70s-esque a little bit, like... It almost feels a little bit like maybe like a kind of like an Anne Leibovitz sort of picture almost with the shading and the shadow. It's it's a good shot. I think it's the best one of the lot. Yeah, and it says here's the thing about these. It these don't even seem like they're stills from the movie because they all say photographed by Shia Bella James. So it's like. This is someone that was just on set. I that's the first time I I saw that. So these are not from the movie. Like these are these are not actually seen. Oh yeah, no, these are promotional stills. I mean, you're not going to see. You know, they 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 showed us a picture of, of Villeneuve directing. They're not going to put that in the movie. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. That's his cameo. He's yeah, he's, it just pops up. But no, these are promotional. These are promotional yeah, shots. I'm, I'm feeling dumb um, because that's the first time I realized that. No, it's it's fine. It's all right. It's okay. We both have to be here to check each other, buddy. Okay, so you're going to love this because the next picture up is Oscar Isaac yeah. as Duke Leto Atreides. This is this is a yeah. great picture. I love this but picture so much. Look yeah, at, okay, but really look at good. his beard. What has he yeah. got there? That, look, that looks like a big collar, buddy. It looks like a pretty big collar. Like it, I was gonna uh, the the one of the first or second things I noticed about the picture was the collar, like almost cutting yeah, into his jaw. That looks like 
He's like looking over at the camera, but it doesn't yeah. look comfortable. It look it, like it's like that that edge because if you look at the Josh Brolin picture, the design of the suit, it looks like there's like maybe supposed to be a helmet or something that clicks clicks into um, there or something. If you, but, yeah, it is because if you look at right next to him, there's a helmet. There's a guy in a helmet. Oh yeah, you can kind of see it in the background yeah, so there. It's like full on spacesuit armor. So I guess that's what happens, and you know, just it—it it is an awkward, it's an awkward sort of pose, and that's also partly why I like it a lot because it does—it kind of shows a little bit of like, I don't know, vulnerability or something like that. I'm not sure, but yeah, it's um, it's a good shot, and his expression is priceless. He looks yeah, he looks you know what? Off. He looks like <laughs> me, and there's a picture from my brother's wedding where I was just trying to have a good time, and there are these two terrible like photographers that were there. They were trying to take oh pictures of everyone, and I just wanted to be left alone. <laughs> so there's this picture of me, like, yeah, staring yeah. them down of, like, get away from me. I'm trying to act. Let's see. Okay. Uh, scrolling down to Jason Momoa's Duncan, Idaho. The man, the man himself. himself. And the Aquaman. <laughs> The Aquaman who was going to dry up. Not his first time in the desert. Yeah, true enough, true enough. That was a great scene in that movie when they like got sucked down those tubes. That was badass. Should watch that again. I, I always like a movie where they have like a tube scene. Mm-hmm. Like where the characters like get sucked down a tube and they have to like, you know, bounce down it. I like uh, getting sucked down a tube or like an old timey mine shaft, <laughs> like a little ride. In a yeah, garden. that'll that'll work. That'll work, too. Yeah, Jason Momoa is pretty uh, bloodied up in this scene. He's got a big old sward in his hand and um, he's uh, he's bleeding from his arms, it looks like. Yeah, or it might be might be other people's blood. Who knows? Yeah, it doesn't end well for Duncan Idaho in the Dune book, but oh, spoilers! Oh so, well, yeah, well, he comes back. Spoilers. Oh shit! But, yeah, well, what we're looking right now is uh, there's gonna so there are gonna be two two Dune movies. There's gonna be part one and two. They are splitting it. So I yes. don't know like yes. how long between releases there are, but. You got Duncan Idaho there, and you're looking at the star of the next seven Dune movies. If uh... <laughs> Wow, don't sound so excited, Jesus. <laughs> oh, I'm very excited. I love that guy. I like him more than just from Aquaman. Yeah, I know. It's great. It's great. Uh... Yeah. No, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a good shot. He looks like he's in prey mode. He's like kind of either defending or attacking right now. So it's a, it's a good yeah, shot. It looks... Could lose the shirt, though. Lose that shirt. <laughs> Um. So as we sc- just uh, pop off, pop off that shirt there. Get comfortable. We scroll down to Sharon Duncan Brewster, a black woman. Which, in case you Whoa. can't tell, she's a black woman. Uh, they yes. did a little gender swap here. Liette Kynes is now a lady. Yeah. Pull the yeah, switcheroo. She pretty badass, dude. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's a, a really cool looking still suit. If you look at her still suit, it looks kind of different than the um, the still suits that the other characters are wearing in the in the first shot. Yeah, there. I'm I'm uh, guessing that she has a Fremen still suit, and there will be the differences. 
Okay. All yeah, right. So. Yeah, the Fremen suit almost has more of like a. It's not as rigid um, in its design. It's more flowing. It's organic. Uh, seems more, looks more organic, ergonomic too, right? Like, also with the big scarf. Like, come on, uh, what's going on? Like, we got big collars. We got big scarves. Like, I get it. It's for dramatic purpose, right? The wind is blowing. Your scarf is blowing in the wind, and the the strings start to swell up. And it's just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't buy it. But I'm going to predict that there is going to be a scene in the movie where that scarf is wrapped around her head and you get the surprise that she's a lady. Yep, they come up to her from behind and say her (laughs) name. She turns around, the entire audience (laughs) gasps. Um, there is a nice little quote in there from Villanueva, uh, Villanueva as we call him. Um, he does say that this is the most difficult project, I think, of his life. And uh, that's, um, I don't know, like, do you think that bodes well for a project? Uh, do you think that's uh, that's a good thing or a bad thing? Or When someone says something like that, it's a pretty big that statement. That means I signed on for this and I don't want to do the sequel so J.J. Abrams can do it or... We'll get someone in there. Just let me do the first one. Somebody else <laughs> yeah. can take the second one. His son. Okay. Um. His passes it yeah. down to his son. <laughs> uh, let's see. Why is the world built on this nepotism? Uh, I'm trying to see if there's anything else because I thought there was more pictures, but that seems to be it. No, man, that's it. Yeah, that's all we get for uh, yeah, for a taste of just that. A little taste. Um, we didn't get to see a lot of the other characters, but uh, in, in good time, right? Like, I'm pretty happy with what we got there. Uh, there's already a lot of people online bitching about not having enough Zendaya yeah. pictures, but um, whatever. Just just cool out, man. Like, we're going through some wild times right now, and I think it's uh, I think it's good to just uh, kind of be happy with what yeah, you got. Kinda- wanted to see dave batista dave batista is one of those wrestler people where i i dropped out of wrestling such a long time ago and i i watched it a little bit because i worked with people who only talked about wrestling but i never saw the rock wrestle so the rock has always been an actor to me john cena i've never seen wrestle so he's just been a john cena personality and a couple movies he pops up and he's fine but what do you think your favorite uh, rock movie is? Um, what do I like the rock in? Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll I'll tell you mine. It's, it's Shakedown. 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 Amazing. I like the the one with Stifler in the in the jungle. That's that's Shakedown. Okay, yeah, yeah. Shakedown. I like. Um, he's really good in the sequel to Get Shorty. Oh, I don't think I ever saw yeah, that. I should check he, that out. He yeah. is great, and he is not playing The Rock. I think The Rock okay, is so yeah. damn charming, and I also think he's a really good actor. Same with Dave Bautista. Dave, anything I've ever seen with Dave Bautista, he's been great in it. Yeah, he seems to bring his A game, and I think a lot of people really notice that, and that's why he's gotten cast in, in bigger, kind of more reputable yeah. projects. Like Blade Runner and this movie and... And, uh, you know, he's got those very expressive kind of... He's a good actor. Yeah, he's great in the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Second one, I 
will watch again at some point, but big fan of that first movie. Yeah, don't bother. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah no, the second one's shit. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> it was so funny that that director got, like, canceled, then uncanceled. <laughs> oh, the world is strange. Oh, yeah, but it's fine. Now, he, he got canceled, and DC was like, okay, you're fine. Come over here for a little bit. The worst thing about James yeah, Gunn yeah. is that he he went back to Marvel. It's like yeah. I wouldn't do that shit to someone. Like I was, you guys, especially since you just inked a deal with with uh, with the other guys. Like I mean, come on, like you've burned the bridge already. Like you might as well burn it fully. Yeah, it's like you. But yeah, just remember, don't make any dumb jokes online five years ago because someone will find them and. Oh, he made some pretty fucking bad jokes, though, I gotta I, say. But anyway, whatever. I made worse and better. It, <laughs> no. Jeff, we don't make jokes about the Holocaust on this show. I've never heard you say a Holocaust joke oh, before. Oh, I didn't, I didn't see James Gunn say that one. Yeah, he did a couple of them, oh, apparently. Man. Anyway, let's not get into it. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna have to protest oh. the Suicide Squad. Oh no! I've turned you. I've turned you yeah. against him. No, don't, don't. It, it's fine. His jokes were relatively mild, but anyway, I just, I don't, I don't like. I, I'm not a big fan of that uh, style of humor. But um, you know, I figure once you're canceled, you're canceled. There's no coming back yeah. from it. So he's always gonna have that little that stain yeah, on him. That, that millionaire stain. That, that fucking black mark, yeah. right? Like, well, Marvel so. took him back. I'm sure. I'm. I'm sure the Suicide Squad will be great. They got a good yeah, cast. I'm very excited about Dune. I'm very excited about the Suicide Squad. Um, what else is coming out? That's really it. Those are the only two. I movies. saw. I saw an. I saw an article that was like talking about how Dune should avoid the quote unquote John Carter syndrome. Which I think means that they spent a lot of money making it, and they, you know, they, they don't want it to be a, a flop, right? Like, so I, I don't, I don't get it. The story, the, the article is kind of vague in that respect, but yeah, it was whatever, silly. Well, I read a breakdown thing once of like budgets of movies, and you can make a movie for a hundred million dollars, and there's your budget. But what they don't really leave out is paying $50 million to advertise it. So a lot of these movies that could have just made their money back and a little bit more don't actually make the money back because they didn't cover the advertisement. Like, advertisement, like, fees, or whatever the cost and all that. But they're going to have to sell Dune as something big. Yeah, yeah, no, because that's for sure. That that is. If that you is think true, about yeah. like the the two main science fiction things that everyone knows are Star Wars and Star Trek, and then there's Dune, and I I know Dune has their fans. I'm one of them, but like, how much of the general public is gonna know Dune? You know, it's it's not like the biggest thing yeah. in the world, and I'm I know more people have seen the '80s movie than the actually read the book because that's just how it works, but. I think yeah, sure. they're going to have to sell it, and um, I guess that's why they got as many big celebrity people as possible. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. 
Are we still doing the uh, Audible uh, ads or what's uh, are we still with the Audible oh, I, thing? Yeah, or? I, just I don't think know about it because I didn't get any notifications. <laughs> what was the website again? AudibleTrial.com slash Dude Boys yeah, or do something? Yeah, do that. Go to that. Make us all rich. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's a great website, Audible.com. It's uh, they have all kinds of audiobooks there. You can choose a bunch of different audiobooks. And um, I was recently looking into uh, this book. It's called The Body Keeps the Score. Brain, Mind, and Body in the Healing of Trauma. It's by a doctor. Her name is uh, Bessel van der Kolk. Um, and it's narrated by Sean Pratt. I wonder if he's rated to Chris Pratt from the uh, movie we were talking Ooh, about earlier there, Jeff. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, you got to check out Audible. Um, it's uh, this 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 book. I'll just give you a light little preview of what this book's about. A pioneering researcher and one of the world's most foremost experts on traumatic stress offers a bold new paradigm for healing. Trauma is a fact of life. Veterans and their families deal with the painful aftermath of combat. One in five Americans has been molested. <laughs> Holy shit. One in four grew up with alcoholics. Ouch. One in three couples have engaged in physical violence. One in three. That is not a good number. That is not where I was expecting this this to go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I picked a good one. Oh, boy. Um, so, yeah, check out audible.com for books about uh, about that. I wonder if I should, if I should go. one. Let's pick one. What pick a pick a pick pick one of those things <laughs> no, to be diagnosed I'm, I'm with? <laughs> I'm trying to think of a, pick a good oh, no. audible book randomly to highly recommend it. Oh, you could just put anything. I find if you just if you go to audible dot com slash dune boys and you just put any title into the search, any word, any title, anything you can think of. If you want to put in there like. I don't know, like Egyptian gods. You just put Egyptian gods in there, and it'll come up with books about that. And it's uh, you know, it's fun. It's it's just fun to go there and just throw a random word in there and see what comes up. And um, so yeah, you know, it's a really great website. And you should check yeah. it out. Let's see if I do tacos. Wow. Yeah, just throw tacos Dragons in. Dragons love tacos by Adam Rubin, narrated by Adam Rubin. Oh, what's that about? Oh boy, yeah, self narrated. There's a sequel. Whoa, he got he, he got picked up for a sequel too. <laughs> yeah, um, a number one New York Times bestselling phenomenon. There, you know how many how many books oh, can boy. be number one selling? Um, I, th I think it's. I mean, a lot of them sit there for a while too. That's the thing. So I don't really know how many there are, but I would imagine it's actually probably not as many as you think. A number one New York Times bestselling phenomenon. This deliciously funny audiobook from the creators of RoboSauce and Secret Pizza Party. Oh, I know about Secret Pizza Parties. What the fuck is that? That's what, like the Clintons did with that Jeffrey Epstein guy. Oh, that kind of Secret Pizza Party. Yeah. Ooh. Comet, oh boy, Comet Pizza. Oh boy, uh, it will... <laughs> Jeff, are you, you, you are you friends with Q? <laughs> no, I'm not anymore. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> It'll make you laugh until spicy salsa comes out of your nose. 
Whoa. Oh, dude, they use your catchphrase here, man. Oh, no. Dragons love tacos. They love chicken tacos, beef tacos, great big tacos, and teeny tiny tacos. So if you want to lure a bunch of dragons to your party, you should definitely serve tacos. Buckets and buckets of tacos. This is a number one New York Times bestselling book. Unfortunately, where there are tacos, there's also salsa. And if a dragon accidentally eats a spicy salsa, oh boy, you're in red-hot trouble. Oh boy. Yeah. It's off-kilter fun for those who wow. like their books and salsa zesty and fresh. It's, um, why... Uh, they say buckets of tacos. I've never... Do tacos come in buckets? Like, what? You shouldn't serve tacos <laughs> out of a bucket. You should put it on a plate. Not, put it in a bowl or something like that. Let's see. There's also Dragon's Love Tacos, too. Whoa. Got, like I said, it got a sequel. I'm very surprised. Yeah, the hilarious sequel to the smoking hot New York Times bestseller, Perfect for Storytime. News alert. <laughs> Boy. It has been discovered that there are no more tacos left. Anyone? Oh no! This is too this this is too close to home with everything going on. Jesus! News alert! It has just been discovered that there are no more tacos left anywhere in the world. This is a huge problem because, Fuck. as you know, dragons love tacos. Yes, oh, yes. I wonder if this has an environmental message. Oh, this is like a Greta. Greta got her got her paws on the fucking dragons books. Yeah, Greta got her groove back. If only there was a way for dragons to travel back in time to before tacos went extinct, then they could grab t- lots of tacos and bring them back. That doesn't make sense because wait, whoa, 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 whoa! They're messing with the space time continuum. You can't do yeah. that. Like, come on. It's the perfect plan as long as there's no spicy salsa. You remember what happened last time. Right. Their heads exploded. This is... This is probably the book I'm going to recommend the most once you go to audible.com or audibletrial.com slash doomboys. Yeah. Get your uh, get your free 30-day trial. You get... Uh... You get a uh, free book, I believe, and um, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's great. It's it's a hell of a website. Yeah. And please make it Dragons Love Tacos by Adam Rubin. There you go. <laughs> Less depressing than the last one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mine, mine was uh, went to some unexpected places, but uh, there you go. Well, you too will go to some unexpected places with Dragon's Love Tacos, available on audible.com. <laughs> My god, this is the longest Audible ad in history. Yeah, great job, everyone. <laughs> this was a Buzzcast Network production. Bow, bow, bow.